Al- Algernon and Binky are slamming him back and having donuts and energy shakes. Well, what's the point of scrambling to try to save your life, you know? You know right, going down with the ship. You're going yeah. down with the ship. I say, the, Binky. The world's about to end. Just break out into a big old orgy. I think yep. we bought it. Because yes. why, why the fuck not? What's up, Sprites, and welcome to episode 39 of Alphanumeric, a reboot podcast where we discuss every episode of Reboot from beginning to end from season one, season two, season three, season four, and maybe the other one that no one really wants to remember. I'm your host, A.P. Sniddler, and with me... And NeoCal is here. Hello. Lady Glitch is here. Hey. And I am your fourth and fourthest host, Christopher Siege. Awesome. Today. Today. The fourth to be reckoned with. <laughs> the fourth to be reckoned with. Jesus. Okay. Alphanumeric, the fourth awakens. <laughs> Today we are discussing the 16th and final episode of season three. It's called End Prague. Original air date, January 24th, 1998. And yeah, so let's get down to it. Yeah, this was a, a an interesting one because this was originally like supposed to just be the final episode of reboot, and I think yeah, like that's why it ends with like a big like stupid musical number, um, which I'm actually rather fond of. Oh, uh, I am. All I right, am. Christopher Siege already getting saucy here. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, yeah, this, and I remember watching this episode uh, when it originally aired, when I would have been 13 at the time, Um, and I was very, I was very confused that the show kind of just ended, because, like, even at that age, I was like, well, what about all that Damon stuff, and, like, the Guardians, and whatnot? Yeah. They dropped that, like, yesterday's garbage. Yes. Yesterday's yeah, you, old. Yeah, that makes sense. Yesterday's old bananas. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's that phrase, right? Uh, I was actually thinking that too, and then I'm like, "Oh, there's there's another season." Yeah. Silly me. For in my head, I'm going through one by one, mm-hmm. and I just this just felt like the end of it. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, right, the Damon's shit." <laughs> yes. Yes. You know, I feel like they could have wrapped up Reboot as a whole with three seasons with this episode, but no. Yeah. Halfway through season three, they had to say something about Damon. Had to do that kind of shit. Yeah, I didn't really see it necessary to to for for me anyways. I mean, mm-hmm. this this could have been it, but hey, we'll see. Well, here, we, see. here we are. Well, yeah. And indeed, like uh, back in the day, after this episode aired, I was like, oh, okay, Reboot's done. What about all that, like I said, what about all that, like, Damon and Guardian bullshit? But I was like, okay, well, whatever. And then just moved on with my life. And yep. then I found out, like, several years later, it's like, oh, there's uh, there's a fourth season. Okay. Mm-hmm. Which in I Canada, did... 
aired as two TV movies, not a fourth season, which I'll talk about more when we get oh. into season four. Yeah. yeah. Well, that now, explains why I didn't even know this existed. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, the like, fourth season existed. Yeah. yeah. Now, down here in the States, they aired it as individual episodes on Toonami, but it was three years later that they decided to do that. So it was back in 01 for me. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't realize. Huh. Well, that explains why I had no idea there was a mysterious fourth season. Mm-hmm. And now you know. Yeah. And knowing. And knowing is half the is battle. Half, half the battle. battle. Yo, Joe! Okay. <laughs> All right. A real American oh, hero. G.I. <laughs> Joe is there. <laughs> Did you know? Uh, apparently, according to a certain show that Christopher and I were just discussing earlier, uh, G.I. Joes were like popular in like Japan. Mm. Which is weird. Considering the history. Soldiers, toys of sol- American soldiers would be popular in Japan in the following decade or two. <laughs> that uh, following World War Two, but yeah, some some stuff happened there. Some it, stuff. It, yeah, it's all about Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow. Yeah. Yes. But what? A... <laughs> Those are good wrestling names too. Well, actually, there there's a funny wrestling connection with GI Joe too, because like the pro WWF pro wrestler from the '80s, Sergeant Slaughter, actually became a GI Joe. Yeah. And he even voiced himself in the cartoon. Yeah, isn't that rad? Who can say that? Who can say that? Other than that guy. That that's like a that that is the ultimate combination of awesomeness. Like fucking WWF pro wrestler and literal GI Joe. Uh, yeah. Like how do like I I dare anyone to top that. Can't be done. I'm saying it now. I mean reboot reboot comes pretty Can't be close. Done. I strongly disagree, but <laughs> <laughs> just for the uh, sake of sake of getting him back on track here. here all right. Yeah, speaking so, of yeah, so what the heck is happening here? Uh, yeah, everybody's, everybody's desolate. The mainframe is a shell of its former self. Everyone's dying and coughing. Yeah, there's patrols. There's everybody's taking shelter in the principal office. Lineups at the washroom. There's overrun medical facilities. It's, it's, it's a mess. It's just a mess. There's there's uh, a, yeah, big a big line up to the bathroom. Big old refugee camp. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Keeps cutting find, to I, a, a girl like spying on, or not spying, but looking at the main cast, the main characters. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what's the significance of the camera continuously focusing on this girl? Um. I think it's uh, basically our heroes are discussing the fact that mainframe is pretty much fucked and there's nothing they can do. And I think the significance of that is that this, the the public that they're probably not telling this to is overhearing it. Like this girl's overhearing that like, you know, it's bad news bears. (laughs) A lot of the first chunk of this episode is just... Sad, yeah, for no reason. It doesn't really progress the plot and slow moving. I feel like the sad part could have been condensed into like eight minutes, and mm-hmm. then 
they could have had the wholesome part be the last like 20. Right. Um, Instead, they did it the other way around. They made the first 20 minutes like depressing and then just the last little five minute chunk like wholesome. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Well, without getting like too, too far ahead, like I will make the argument that literally nothing fucking happens in this episode. (laughs) I feel like that for big chunks of of it. Like that's why I kind of yada yada. They're not like there's nothing to really go there, over here. Yeah, th- yeah. There's nothing worth there. There's nothing in all of this really worth like being analytical about. Like it's just a game even comes in and like they ignore it. Yeah, yeah. And Enzo's Bob... like, "Fuck this! I need to go." Yeah, that's that. I had that written down as well because it's like we have to go. I have to go. And he's making it all about him again. But I think he's bound by his guardian code. Oh, absolutely. Um, and Bob is basically like, no, we can't. And Enzo's like, no, we need to. And Bob's like, no, I have an idea. I think if uh, we we let the game come down and don't intervene and the user wins, then it will finally push the system over the edge to, right, cause, make it to, crash. to yeah. cause the system to crash. And then hopefully that will cause a system reboot. Right. And I'm just wondering when that's the what last happens. time. There we go. Oh, There's no. the episode. <laughs> well, so long, folks. <laughs> I've been one of your hosts. Shortest <laughs> episode ever. Uh, uh, yeah. It makes me uh, wonder. How, I have a sneaking like, suspicion this, this might those... end up being our shortest episode of the podcast ever. Snidler and I like, like, journalist bullet pointed an episode one time and it was like 42 minutes yeah yeah or something like that that it was like an hour and 10 oh was it actually that that long yeah oh for some reason i thought it was like 40 oh so that's not that unusual um so what's going on here so they don't nobody goes in the game this is basically end times continued that's what this is yep um gamecube lands and then bob and matrix are just like what have we done like fuck, we went against our Guardian code mm-hmm. by not going into a game. And then Fong and Dot are like, we need to get all the active PIDs into the system just in case we get the chance to reboot or the user yeah. decides to reboot. Mm-hmm. So they're typing away, doing all their techie-techie shit. Techie-techie. So yeah. I, I have some, uh, some IRL questions about this. Okay. Okay. So mainframe has been falling apart for however long under uh, megabytes rule, right? Mm-hmm. I what does that look like for the user? Like you got to imagine that's like completely right? fucking his computer up. So why has he waited all this time to actually like defrag his hard drive? Maybe got lazy. Okay, so Some people I, have do. A, I have a story uh, okay. that I that I told. <laughs> I haven't told any of you this story yet. Okay. So uh, I have a friend and um, they, they take apart like clean fl- phones. They're not like a professional or anything like that. Right. But like yeah. he's software and hardware savvy enough. Right. And um, he worked at the um, hotel uh, where I worked. Right. And he was telling me the story because I was like, oh, well, nobody would do that when I was talking about like a computer. Right. And he's like, well, um, I have a friend. And 
his <laughs> I have a friend and um him and his girlfriend were complaining about their like tablet. Yeah, I think it was a tablet. This is like eight years, no, seven years ago or something like that. Tablet that like wasn't was slowing down or like whatever. And it was like one of the newer ones, right? Yeah. It, it was mm-hmm. like this. And he's like, oh, okay, well, it was an can iPad I take, too. Can I <laughs> can I take a look at it? So he finds out he's like, What what is this? And he's like, Oh, this is like a pro or whatever. And he's like, No, it's not, it's this. He's like, Yeah, it is the person over like Facebook. Um, like the Facebook, what's it called? Marketplace, yeah. like said yeah. so. Um, and he's like, he just doesn't say anything. And he's like, oh, okay. So one, it's outdated. So the apps are going to run slowly anyway. And he's like, okay, well, uh, just re- reset it for me and then turn it back on with the password, whatever. And then yeah. I'll take a look at it. And he's like, oh, okay. So he goes and he presses just the, the screen power button waits a couple seconds and then presses it again. And he's like, Oh, can you restart it for me? And he's like, I did. And he just like looks at him. Right. And stares at him. He thinks restarting his phone or tablet is turning turning the screen screen off off. and then (laughs) turning it back on. He goes in to it right no password he goes in and he checks and i can't remember what section this is you can check this on your phone or whatever electronic device but it says hours since last restart Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and he looked and it was like like thousands holy crap wow Wow. holy he had never restarted this thing so he restarted it it did like a software (laughs) like a whole like generation of software updates right and he was like hands it back to him it takes like 10 minutes whatever right and he's like oh wow like some of these apps actually like work now and it's like way faster it was still slow as fuck apparently but compared to like what it was um and he's like wow you really are a tech genius (laughs) (laughs) wow I think this. I think he's fucking wizardry right there. This is the user who thinks turning off his computer is leaning forward and turning the monitor off. The monitor off. (laughs) He's never restarted. Was done in a time where people were still very computer illiterate. Maybe this is right. Maybe that is a. Maybe that's a correct. You've seen what games this user plays. Yes. Other than that fighting game. Who like his grandson or something. I don't know. So (laughs) his grandson played that fighting game, which is why Enzo lost. But otherwise, they just play this like weird World War II simulator that they're really bad at. Yeah, yeah. And like a clown game. Well, remember that in my head canon, this this computer is like an office cubicle computer. Oh, that would make sense why it's been never turned off. (laughs) The user just doesn't care enough. Yeah. Explain the boss. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, nobody restart the computers because uh, something screws up when it tries to update Acrobat Reader. Yeah, actual thing <laughs> ha- that happened at my work. Yeah, we weren't allowed yeah. to restart the computers because it would automatically update Acrobat Reader, Adobe. Yeah, and then some functions of the computer just wouldn't work. Interesting. And oh, get this is a fun part. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm throwing them under the bus. Um, for months, like this went on, 
right? And people complained. They hired IT guys, paying them hundreds of dollars just to show up, right? <laughs> they did some shit, didn't work. My coworker doesn't work with computers. You know, she's just a person that understands our skill asset. Christopher and I have talked about this as millennials is that we're not afraid to just fucking Google shit. Right. So she Googled, oh, blah, blah, blah. This happens when it resets. Huh. Got some answers, not really. But what she did is she just opened the settings for Adobe on both of the office computers, the front <laughs> desk at the hotel, because one was fine and the other we weren't allowed to restart, right? <laughs> she opened it up, like changed tabs, looked at one, looked at the other, changed tabs, looked at one, looked at the other. Oh, this box isn't checked. Check the box. Yeah, and so that, that was it. So something so she that just compared what was, what was different by bringing the... up both of them, seeing what was checked yeah. and like what wasn't. Yeah, she wow. she fixed that's, that's it. what I would this do. this plague. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. fixed this. Oh, and I just didn't fucking care because I thought it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this plague cost like all like about a thousand dollars. Management, um, accounting, uh, the hired IT guys. Nobody could figure it out. But my friend Jessica opened it up, took about five minutes, and just clicked some boxes, and it was like, yep, "Oh, there we go." Who are the rules. hired IT guys? Serious? No, I, I'm serious. I'm, like, I'm actually very she, serious. You should get a fucking raise for that. Yeah, she she should. But the oh man, have you have any of you worked in the corporate office space? No. Uh, kind no, of. Yeah. Basically, that was so heard, humiliating for, for people. Uh, they just USA didn't want to talk to it. Uh, they they basically just tried to not acknowledge it, their own incompetence, and move move on. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you press her in any way, then that makes everyone look bad. So they just like quietly did not said and did nothing. Yeah. yeah, I worked for a very large restaurant in Washington, D.C., and I was the reservationist, but I also had to play tech person. So anytime our downstairs computers would go down, I would have to, I was basically summoned by my immigrant Irish GM to come down, and he's like, I don't know what's going on. I'm like, you have to reboot your computer to get it to work again. So the fact that he always had to call me down and he didn't take the time to learn from me so he could do it on his own was kind of pathetic. Yeah, it's man. like that generation has that learned helplessness thing going on. Like they it's don't. It's funny because they're also the ones that say that we that we have the learned helplessness. Exactly. Yeah. It's like convert this to PDF, motherfucker. <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> well, now we've cracked the code, ladies and gentlemen. This computer has just never been restarted in like years. We have cracked the Guardian code, if you will. <laughs> So what happens after this game comes down? Everyone's sad, shaking in their booties. Yeah, pretty much. Sad Enzo motif comes on at some point. There's a lot of sad Enzo music and very intense sad Enzo music. Mouse and, and uh, Ray are walking around. Yeah, trying to calm the natives down. Yeah. And uh, things start shaking. Like literally, Noth nothing. Like, oh, nothing really fucking happens in this episode. So Holy nothing. shit! So there's one thing that I find interesting. Ray turns to Mouse when they're walking, and he's like, "You know, I could just take you away from all of this, right?" I suppose you yeah. could. That's the douchiest fucking thing. I know. 
Yeah, and I'm surprised that, like, she's still like, attracted to him were. after that. She just brushes it off. Well, yeah, but he's they, basically he's like, hey, we can just right leave all these that. people to die. Yeah. You know, do you just yeah. like, come with me and we'll like fucking surf and bone and like just peace out? <laughs> that's what he. That's what he's yeah. saying. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. That and is. Throws, so like, eh. And then he throws the line of everybody has to be somewhere. I particularly like it right here. And then you hear the, the mouse, like, vibraphone motive in the back. It's like, hey. My partner was like, I thought he liked um, um, Andrea. And I was like, he's a man who likes women in general. I'm sure he's <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah, it didn't work. I mean, it didn't work out with Andrea, so he just moved on to, to the next one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he likes live live and just chill, you know? He... Yeah. Doesn't want any of that drama, man. He just wants to surf. Too rock and I'm roll. I'm just here to you know? catch like sick waves and like <laughs> talk to babes. <laughs> <laughs> I must have been from California in a past life. <laughs> oh wait, it's all the uh, Cal- California music. Well, you I do have you do have up. the poly, you do have the Polly Shore hair going on. So yeah, yeah, yeah. But you've got a. a um, uh, uh, Hollywood Boulevard uh, t- uh, t-shirt going on there. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Totally. In the 90s. This is extra yeah. alphanumerical, buddy. It's, it's pixelation. <laughs> you look like you just came out of Universal Studios Hollywood. Reason the juice. <laughs> All natural Capri Sun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, we should actually cover Encino Man I really or um, yeah. Iodome on one of. Oh, oh yeah, buddy. that could be a two- those, those Even in the army now would there. suffice. I uh, yeah, fucking Encino Man. I, I, we got to figure love... out what we're doing nope. for uh, for August's uh, too I, much I commentary. I, I don't care what anybody says. I love Encino Man. That was just I, I love Polly Shore. I had a, I actually had a dream. Polly Shore. I had a dream that I was partying with Polly Shore, and I think um, I kind of want to make it happen in real life because that was fucking awesome. You know what? <laughs> Fuck it, because there's nothing happening in this episode. I too had a dream. <laughs> That's kind of what I'm <laughs> Polly Shore. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, so I had a dream. I was doing security, and um, it was I was on the roof of like a very high rise like building, right? Yeah. And there's like. Uh, a clo- fenced off tennis court, like little garden area. It's kind of like where middle to upper class people kind of hang out. And I was going up one building and it's close enough to another high rise that there's just like, there's a shared total rooftop with like mm-hmm. little bridges that kind of walk past. Right. And um, somebody was like fumbling with their keys, like coming through or like whatever. And I was like, um, um, it was Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Right, and he had a uh, le- black leather jacket and like sunglasses, even though it was like midnight, right? Yeah, and uh, I was like, "Oh, hey!" He wears his sunglasses at night. I was yeah. like, "Oh, hey, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum," and um, he was like, "Oh, get the fuck out of my way! I don't have time for this." <laughs> and I was just like, "Security!" And I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This is a dream, right?" And I'd be cool if it wasn't. Anyways. The, the dream kind of yada yadas and then he ends up coming back like later on in the night and he's a little bit tipsy and stuff and he's like hey 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 man i i just want to say like blah 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 i'm like sorry and and i uh, uh mm, 
I yeah, yeah, I, I uh, got this. Uh, I got a joint. If you uh, want to hang out and uh, partake, <laughs> and, and so me doing security sat down on like this like twinkling like stars like rooftop, like next to like this tennis court and like whatever, and yeah. just like talked about like crazy shit and like smoked a joint. <laughs> And I had this dream, and I had never smoked before in my life e- either. <laughs> and that's like one that's of the so trippiest, funny. most realistic dreams I've ever had. And I'm sad it's not true. <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I, uh, I got this joy. Uh, I, uh, uh, I uh, got this. Uh, oh, real, real good. Uh, real, real, real good joint. Real, real good stuff. Yeah. Uh, 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 <laughs> Well, that's it, folks. <laughs> that's, that's my that's my horrible Jeff Goldblum impression. So, okay. um, apparently, Bob is... Bob has insisted that uh, uh, for the the system reset, uh, hexadecimal be given a PID. Yeah, yeah. Kong is all like, "I can't believe I'm giving a PID to a virus." <clears throat> it's all oh, madness. Absolutely. And she's like, madness. But Kong, I bought brought biscuits." And it looks like they're made out of binomes. Uh, it's Aerodactor and Bunnyfoot. And Bunnyfoot, yeah. Nice. <laughs> oh, so multiple it's... of multiple of them. Mm-hmm. So she turned them into a bunch of. What would you say that is? Um, gingerbread <laughs> men. Yeah. Gingerbread binomes. Yeah, they kind of yeah. look like gingerbread. gingerbread and I'm like, binomes. yeah, I'm okay with her, her turning them into gingerbread. Uh-huh. Yeah. They've got like little eyes though. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and I kind of I kind of like her showing up in this episode. It's one of the redeeming one of the small redeeming mm-hmm. factors I find. Yeah. yeah. Um and I like that her face is animated too. I thought that would be jarring and bad, but mm-hmm. it's it's fine. I like it. Yeah. I yeah. dig it. Yeah, I I do like it a lot. Um user wins, folks. Yeah, 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 so so Fong concedes, gives her a PID, and she's like, "Ooh, where do I pin it?" Yeah, which I, thought I was cool. watching this. I was like, "Cleavage, come on!" <laughs> um, yeah, user wins, and we we get a whole bunch of shots of people being sad because warning system crash. Yeah, and then the system the, the really only, starts to crash. Yeah, the only thing really noteworthy in this that I think is. Uh, 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 Scott McNeil, like glasses, gla- single glass binome. Specky is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Specky like sees Princess Mongo <laughs> and like puts his arm around her, and she he like looks up at him at her, and she she like pets him. And I'm I like, that. I'm it, like, that's cute. really cool. I, I do. I really like that. <laughs> love uh finds a way. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I Much love the life. scene where we see Capacitor. He, he just looks so sad. But Mr. Mr. Christopher has like no more beans to cast, so he just chucks his fucking yeah. computer away. We all just like, all right, let's get pissed. Yeah. yeah. So I'm watching this on Crave and like the amount of times that the the closed caption has said said uh somber music playing. Uh-huh. <laughs> in this episode so far and we're only like 10 minutes in that's a good TLDR somber music plays how is, dissonant, how is dissonant electric guitar music somber sometimes you hear that in the background sometimes. as everything's crashing it ain't somber 
Well, it's heavy. It's heavy. It ain't. Hey, it's heavy. It ain't. I heavy. do not uh, program the the closed captions for Canadian exclusive oh. streaming service. Craig. Yes, Mister Mitchell. <laughs> with his Mr. wife and Mitchell. girlfriend. He's getting drunk with. He's old getting sauced. <laughs> old man are... Pearson, you old dog. Let's get silly. No, that's roller skates guy. No, roller skates guy is this. Yeah, you, that's yeah. that's the same <laughs> that, voice that, you just that's roller. No, no, I don't think so. Oh, uh, oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Wait, they're throwing food at poor Cecil. Yes. Fuck off. Pretty much, Cecil didn't do anything. Shit. Yeah. He's had a hard enough life as it is. Damn it. Right. Yeah. Well, at least uh, he's allowed to leave the diner now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah so, has now fallen into the energy. Um, Mouse takes her shot, so yeah, yeah. Uh, she dips Ray. Yeah, yep. yeah, yep. yeah uh, Enzo and Andrea embrace. Bob and Dot are about to embrace. Mouse kisses, dips, and kisses uh, uh, the Silver Surfer. I do like that I, Dot and, and uh, Bob don't actually kiss. Yeah, they just look at each other, and they're holding that moment. Yeah. As we lead into scene goes to black, but it, you have that thing of uncertainty right there. It's like, mm, yeah. what's going to happen? Well, yeah. they don't want that to be the time right. to kiss, right? Uh-huh. It just leaves people like me that totally enjoy the Bob Dot thing. It's like, come on. I was like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, I was like, come on. But I love and the Bob, screen's like, black. Out to hold her hand. It's just like, oh, as I'm looking at it now, and it's like, oh, so and uh, there's like a, um, a boot screen. Yep. A command yep. prompt. Yep. And it says system crash restart YN. And you know it's a an old person using the computer or a really young person because when it's like YN, they type in Y E S. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is like some Matrix shit. Yeah. I half expected it to be like, wake up, Neo. Wake up, Bob. <laughs> Follow the white rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> so after yeah. they say yes to wake both up, yeah. we get a warning incoming data announcement, and boom, everything goes gold. Everything's pretty. Everything boom. starts flickering, and it comes back to life. Yeah. Incoming data. And, and the sky opens. The sky There's opens. There's like sparkly, sparkly firework thingies or something. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me a lot of uh, season two, episode one, Infected, with that incoming data file for the upgrade. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, the last and only time the user updated their computer. <laughs> uh, so the visual here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I could be way off way off base, but the, the visual here actually kind of reminds me of. Um, uh, Midgard post Ragnarok. So after uh, after Ragnarok, basically the world is going to be reborn by like a golden disc coming down mm. onto the world and breathing the, new life into it. There's some philosophical, mythological, like you have to have faith, like having yeah. faith in I don't Bob know that... and faith in the user. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that that's necessarily what they were going for. But when I when I was watching this earlier today, that's what 
it's, that's what it evoked in my in my mind. It's damn close. If that's yeah. not it, it's damn close. The analogy. And and it's it is similar because they they have there is some what's the proper word mystical or spiritual resurrection going on. Yeah, because Fawn even yeah, says, totally. "Thank the user, we are saved." I love After that. Yeah. Yeah. And the first thing that gets restored, man, it is so shiny and new. I haven't seen it look like that in a long time. The <laughs> yeah. Office. Yeah. Because yep. that is obviously the core of now, me. So and you see just drop it down. Yeah, when I was watching this, everything that I wanted to happen was happening like a minute after I had said it. So I was like, oh, but are the other pieces going to be like restored completely too? <gasps> and then they all start coming down one by one, <laughs> like the yeah. golden blueprints for it before yeah. the energy comes from the energy sea and kind of like solidifies mm-hmm. it. It's pretty sweet. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And something that's almost like um, fireworks shoots out from the middle. It's all very magical. Yeah. Yeah. This is like Disney World, kind of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like D- Disney World. Goddamn it! <laughs> people are surprised. People are surprised. Uh, not only are they not dead, but like the buildings are being restored. Yeah, the lights are turning on, and everything like is like powering up. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It's all shiny. And, and so, it. it's not just restoring things; it's restoring everything to new. Right. So yeah. as yeah. I was watching this, I was like, oh. Wouldn't it be cool if it actually brought back like the people that were dead or deleted? Boom. And then as I'm watching it, Megabyte's Tower, (laughs) Megabyte's Tower like comes back and Uh you see like families and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh shit. Oh, and there's the golf ball, that dumb thing. Yeah, Bob's apartment comes back, Dot's (laughs) Diner comes back, uh, the Broadway comes back. Broadway's back, baby. Everything like lights up and powers up again. Yep. Mouse and Ray. All right. Mouse and Ray Tracer <laughs> are still making out. Oh man. So it's cool that it's not just bringing everything back; it's like restoring it to the way it was when it was pristine. Yeah. Right. Then later on, they do a um, what the fuck you call it? A uh, an antiviral software. So you see the viral binder. Now, now see. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, because I, when it reveals it was. I thought they revealed that really well because mm-hmm. I was, I was watching this. I was like, Oh, like literally the part where Frisk gets um, licking uh Fong. Yeah. Right. I'm was- like, Oh, wouldn't it be cool if like, cause, and uh, it shows like um, the, the binomes that were dead, like starting to come back. Right. The, the ones yep. that were deleted. I'm like, yeah. wouldn't it be cool if like, since mega bite is gone and they were like logging all the PIDs, yeah. like all the viral binomes got restored. Yeah. I love that. And so, Lady Glitch, you were saying it's showing Chauncey and every and the spies and stuff all come back, and it made a note of it. I'm like, why is it showing so many? Ooer, why is it showing so many so many uh, viral binomes that when they start going back to normal binomes? Mm-hmm. Man, I was so fucking stoked for that. I, yeah, that, <laughs> it gave me cool. everything I wanted. Yeah, I was like, I, I wanted Luke. this. Because uh, we go back to that girl, the little yeah. like Susie girl, right? And she right. seems sad regardless. And I'm like, oh, why is she sad? Mm-hmm. And then we find out that um, her dad must have been a viral binome. Right. Because yeah. she's reunited with him 
because he's ch- changed back to a CPU like like a cop dude. Right. Yeah. I think even one of them is like Great Norton's ghost. That was Chauncey. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was Chauncey. Yeah. <laughs> great well, and Norton's right after when he right after he says Great Norton's ghost, that's when the yeah. Silicon Tour disappears. I like that. Norton, I was like, Norton, yeah, Norton get the fuck yeah. out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Something perplexing happens, and I'll probably explain it in the next season because, like, I had no idea the next season is. But Fong looks over to Hex. And a green light yeah. is like illuminating her. Yep. So, so she got her antiviral software. She's like, "Ooh, that tickled." <laughs> yeah, like she, like she this does. Is for adults. Uh huh. Oh, and oh, she's yeah. like rubbing her hands over her body. It's quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite nice. <laughs> it's quite nice. Oh man, I'm so glad mom. that that girl got reunited with her her cop dad. Right? That is such a beautiful scene right there. Yeah. Hey yeah. baby! Oh dad! Hugs. And that, oh, that I was just before that. There was also the kid who watched his parents like fall into the crevice. And, right. Uh, yeah. His parents show up too, and that was kind of nice. So this is this is it, the part of the episode that really. Uh, it's I, I, I like. I, yeah. I like it. Back to yeah. like um, one of the, the nulls was there. All there were actually a lot of sprites that like came back too, include dots and um, Enzo's dad. Yeah, as becomes yeah. apparent when a certain somebody yeah. Yeah. shows so up. Everyone's like happy and celebrating, and Bob and Dot. Uh, finally kiss and then finally uh, finally, finally. I love it. come on and then uh uh bong is there with camera we and we or slash aren't restored though yeah I, I that, that that fong because they're they're still thrashed up and patched together yeah oh well they're alive i don't think fong is either is he no he's still kind of beaten up a bit yeah yeah the ones that are beaten up stay beaten up yeah. Yeah. So we hear a kid's voice yell out Bob and we go to the classic like POV, like close yeah. up of like Oh Bob's shit. Face. And <laughs> fucking kid Enzo like jumps and tackles him. <laughs> but like adult Enzo is still there. Is yeah. here. On adult Andrea. And they notice that his uh, PID is still in game sprite mode, which yeah, makes so me kind of wonder. So why would he be restored then? I think because I think he wouldn't have been if it was an ID, a PID mm-hmm. that was for mainframe. But because oh. theirs were in like AI mode, yes, it didn't recognize them That's... as part of the system, so right. it restored but the system. Them. But the system crashed, though. So why would it restore them? Y'all remember that TV show called System Crash? About <laughs> the high schoolers that had the radio station. <laughs> wow! No, actually, yes, actually. Nope. Vaguely. Vaguely. <laughs> that was a very nineties show too. Yeah, Y'all remember crap. what was that um what was that drama with um um uh Ryan Gosling 
that was like a high school on a on like a cruise ship. Some I... Breaker High. Y'all remember Breaker oh, yeah. High? Yes. I I, I didn't watch it. I remember hearing the name. I, yeah, I heard it about it a lot, but I'd never actually watched it. I I think I remember seeing commercials for it. For some reason, they both just like popped went into my head because we've been saying System Crash so much. So yeah, we've got a little Enzo. And some yeah. comical music, according to the uh, closed caption. Yeah. So part <laughs> of me, thing, I like part of me music... thinks there should be a wait. No, I, I don't want I don't want to ruin the next season for me. But part of me thinks there would be duplicates of other people too. So I will we'll, we'll see when we get to the the next season. But I've got some ideas that there might be. Yeah. Keep in mind, listeners yeah. and co-hosts, like I've. I didn't even know there was a fourth season. Right, you're going like into the season completely blind. So but they never gonna... addressed Damon. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I thought there were some shitty movies that I never watched, and that's it. <laughs> I want to revisit a a quick thing before little Enzo. Right after Bob and Dot have their kiss, finally, woo. Um, woo. Dot woo. looks at Bob and she's like, "Don't ever leave me again." And Bob nods twice. He says, I promise. But at the same time, you can also interpret that moment of silence as a, I'm hesitant to say absolutely because there could be some, there could be some guardian shit happening later that I have to go away on. And theoretically I'm leaving you, but. Fong takes a Polaroid of them kissing. Yeah. He does. He's got one of those little <laughs> point and shoot one time use cameras. Yeah. He's like, I'll save this one for me later. <laughs> and, and they both look at him like, I'm like, what are you taking pictures of? And he's just like, Meep. he just shrugs. I know, it's, a, it's a Kodak disposable camera, camera folks. That's An how you go with the nineties. <laughs> Those things are actually coming back. As, it's as a, like a trend of photography. It's a Photoshop moment. Yeah, I have a, I yeah. have a, um, a uh, instant camera. I got one of those. Yeah. It's a Kojak moment. It's a Kojak moment. <laughs> uh, the film for it is like depressingly expensive, though, and I'm looking for a non Polaroid <laughs> one. I got you. Holy shit, is the film expensive? Wow. Wow, uh, we wow. Completely, completely wow, wow, random wow. little bit of information, but uh, my aviator shades that like some of you have seen me wear out in public, yeah. they're prescription. Yeah. Uh, they're actually made by Polaroid. No shit. Oh, Rad. Cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Nice. Which, when I bought them, I was like, oh, really? I had no idea. I, when I think of Polaroid, I just think of the like the film and the cameras. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't know they made um, sunglasses. Did you know it was, was it Polaroid or Kodak? Maybe it was Kodak. Um, Kodak had found out that um, the U.S. was testing nuclear weapons before they had ever publicly like released it or leaked it wow. or like whatever, because their film um, was reacting to the small amounts of like radiation. Oh, interesting. In their storage houses. And not only that, the closer they were to the Nevada testing sites, the more they had. So by looking okay. at their film, seeing what was wrong with it and going around in a circle outwards, they actually approached the US government and they were like, hey, so you guys are testing nukes in the desert right around here, right? And they were like, who are you guys? And we're like, we're a camera company. And they were like, how? 
<laughs> and I, the undeveloped film, because it can go through metal, it can go through buildings and, yeah. and stuff like that. The closer it was, the more specs there were on the, the oh. fucking... Next thing Film. you know, like an entire convoy of like military APCs shows <laughs> up at like Kodak HQ. <laughs> but yeah, they approached them and they were like, okay, thank you for not going to the papers first. <laughs> Here's some money to be quiet. <laughs> and they were like, thanks, boss. And they were like, also, can you teach us how to do that? For completely legal, not spying on other country reasons to see if they're doing the same thing. So yeah. Kodak had like this secret contract with the U.S. military, <laughs> so that the military could have these testing packs that were like huge, specifically so they could give it to spies all around the world to see if they were in proximity to other countries testing nuclear weapons. Wild, wild stuff. Wild, yeah, wacky yeah. stuff. <laughs> Speaking of wacky, uh, Mike the TV shows up. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I'm still here, folks. Wait, wait, where are you going? Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about the the, the fake credit sequence. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, I actually when I was watching it earlier, I paused it just to see what the the, the timestamp was because I was like, that feels shorter than me too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold up, hang on, just a minute. And so Mike the TV is like talking directly to the camera and is like, "Hey, we've all been restored." <laughs> Basically, here's uh, something by the mainframe strolling players. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, every everybody in mainframe like all piles into this like big auditorium where a big ass performance. I love that Enzo's sitting next to little Enzo. Yeah, yeah, it's this like uh, big ass uh, performance. Um, essentially recapping the the plot of season three. Oh, music nerds. What's the do 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 Major General Song by Gilbert and Sullivan. Yes. What's it called? So the song that they're parodying is like you mentioned, Christopher, it's the I'm a Bay Area model of a modern major general, which comes from the 1879 comic musical Pirates of the Penzance by Gilbert and Sullivan. Gilbert and Sullivan, yeah. So what we're going to be listening to is what is called a patter song, and it's based off of a little bit of history for you, the the pater noster, which is the Lord's Prayer in the Catholic churches. So back in the 16th century, they would just kind of rush the text as fast as they possibly could to get in and out, like most people would. So doing that gave rise to the term patter in England, and it also became a thing in ancient Greek comedies for this type of articulated, super fast tempo, entertaining type of text in a musical or the libretto. Um, Wait, so the ancient Greeks invented rap? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So they and were then, basically like, pitter-patter, let's get at her? Pretty much. Um, yeah. Let's get at her. Yeah, the way that these, yeah, the way that these songs were I wish you weren't so fucking um, awkward, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck so, you, Shorzy. Hey. Okay. So um, we're we're referencing Letter Kenny is what we're doing right now. It's a Canadian, Canadian comedy. Canadian comedy. You can please, check please check it out, Lady Glitch. It's on Hulu. In, I will in the states. Okay. Um, but please the way that, 
Thank you. Yeah. Uh, the way that these songs are composed, it's a lot of rhyming text. There's a lot of extra words. There's a lot of alliteration, consonants, vowel sounds that just go together. And they're written for basses and baritones in what's called an opera buffa in Italian. So they're dedicated to these voice parts that are often um, correlated with a very humorous character, um, somebody that is obviously comic relief. And you have to be very, very um, focused in on your enunciation because the tempo is super quick. I actually looked at the score for this song and it is labeled as Allegro Vivace, which is like super fucking fast. Yeah. Um, and Gilbert and Sullivan took after Mozart and Rossini in their operas because they had originally adopted the whole powder, um, powder rhythm, powder songs in their operas. So this is back in like the 1700s. They bring it into the 1800s and um, they just kind of take that and adopt it for their own operas. And even modern day, we can see this in like uh, Tom Lehrer's The Elements song uh, and Animaniacs, Yakko's World is also based off of this song. Yeah. Uh, Bare Ladies, One Week. That's a very yeah. wordy song. So there's a lot of different um, examples in modern day music of this type of rhythm and structure that we're going to be listening to here. Music uh, history Matt, done. Real quick, in uh, Mass Effect 2, the uh, character Morden Solis does a song to this tune as well. Oh, sweet. I love cool. salt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a Salarian scientist. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is a fucking, that was a joy when, <laughs> when he sings. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mass Effect. Me too. Mm -hmm. So everyone's kind of cuddling up in their seats. They're getting ready for, uh, for the first scene. And then the orchestra just launches and it's. They do a pretty good job of summing they, up season three. They do an amazing job with this song and summing up season three. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I love like when the curtain opens, you see everyone that's kind of like flying <laughs> cardboard CPUs and ABC. Yeah. yeah. So good. I um, question what the point of this was, though, because we've already watched all of season three. But if you Christopher, to are you allergic to good old fun? I I don't. Uh, I, apparently, I the point of it is I, fun. Hey, Cyrus <laughs> is here. Yeah, he's, he's doing River a jig. Dance. Oh, yeah, he's he's yeah, actually he's... doing Highland Dance. Yeah, or yep. sorry, River Dance specifically. Yeah, and the um, as you're listening to Which this, was big in the nineties. It was, wasn't it? Exactly it right, was. yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the big breaths that the characters take to get into the next phrase, that's actually a thing that happened when, whenever you get an, a, a real-life musician that's performing this song. I think oh it's God. just something that was written in as kind of a comical cue. To take a big yeah. breath and then words. Yeah. It's part of the performance to actually yeah. stop and exaggeratingly, like, taking a deep, deep breath, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because even in the... Um, in the actual score itself, there are pauses and it says pauses for a next thought and then they go again. I don't like yeah. the part where, um... <clears throat> oh my God, I'm looking to see how they did Fong. That is fucking hilarious. It's There's so good, right? Yeah, he's like, he has a stick. But he's got a Fong puppet on his like, head and he's just using his hand to move his, his yeah. mouth. Yep. And then oh, I just realized that the yeah. the tempo um, marker is scuzzy. Yeah. 
It is Gus. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> That's <Yeah>. cute. <laughs> it wasn't the protector actor much. Uh-huh. I'm behind. But yeah, they're saying, oh, he wasn't much of a protector or like whatever, right? Yeah. Also, yeah. Fong takes flash photography. Oh, yeah. no, don't do that. Don't do that in the show. Dude. Never. They should have kicked. They should have had a scene where Hack and Slash uh, grab him and and take him out. Yes. I remember it used to actually be common on uh, tickets uh, going to events. Yep. It would say no flash photography. Yep. Oh yeah, I remember that too. <clears throat> yeah. And then you don't bring your phone or a camera or anything, right? And then and in the still... audience everywhere, you see like fucking. A dozen pictures, like every few yeah. seconds, and you're like, guys, it's like stop distracting be... the performers on stage because we look out into the audience and we're going to see shit like that. It's like you can be off of the grid for two, two and a half hours, be completely fine. It's disorienting right? too because it burns it onto your retinas. So if you uh -huh. you have that happening hundreds of times, you get fucked. Yeah. Yep. Um. I actually like the one binomes that are Matrix and Andrea. I love that though. I yeah. love that that He's got one as big as him. Out of the way. <clears throat> yeah. I like all the hexadecimals. One binomes, oh. Face to face to face yeah. to face with hexadecimal. Yeah, everything is alphanumeric. Successor, man. <laughs> everything is alphanumeric. A, uh, uh, it, the the musical number kind of ends with like a bunch of like still photographs and one of them like is even has someone like even holding up a sign that I think said like happy endings or something on it. Yeah. Which uh, again, when I watched this originally when I was 13, I was like, oh, I guess this is the final episode of Reboot. Okay, right. cool. Everything's <clears throat> done and over with. It looks like the last line they repeat a few times is <clears throat> works well with our show. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they say now we're back together. Everything is alphanumeric. Yeah, yeah. Everything now we're back together. Everything is alphanumeric. Yep, and everyone gives them a standing ovation. And that's the episode. And that's that's it, folks. And hey, Ray Trace is still here. He is. He is. Because he likes it right here. Uh, well, he hasn't gotten laid yet. It, I true. was just going to say, like, Mouse didn't go with him. Yeah. So. <laughs> I love how he's I like, I'm still, he, I'm still holding out for, for a to chance. Give to give him credit, <clears throat> he stayed not sure if he was going to be deleted. So as much as I rag on him... Mm -hmm. He was like, huh, I guess I'll, if we don't get deleted, I'll get me dick sucked. I mean, <laughs> we've all seen Mouse, yes. Yes. I, yeah. I might, uh, I might be willing to, to risk deletion for, for the chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Always having wondered if I could have gotten my dick sucked by Mouse or <laughs> risk getting deleted and stick around. <laughs> Easy choice. <laughs> hmm, tough choice. You don't want to live your whole life, and then when you're on your deathbed, wonder if you should have stayed. <laughs> took, <laughs> took that gamble. For a chance to tap that. I like the photographs, how they 
they're accurate down all to the them all being being a little bit blurry. You know? yeah, right. Like they're all oh, kind of imperfect. That's clearly drunk. She's there's a girl picture. Yes, I love that one. And, um, Fong is photobombing it in the front, but yeah. they're yeah. drinking. And like... Dot has her arms around <laughs> Dot and Andrea, but Andrea's smashed. <laughs> Like she's not even looking in the right direction. The the one with Bob where he has like the red eyes from the flash, you know, and he just Enzo's there and Ray like the Tracer. Photos. They're just yeah, that you gotta they're like the big ass rat party. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I'm, there, yeah. I'm gonna keep this actually. Oh, the last one? Yeah, the one the last uh, picture. The um hold on. What the hell is oh, yeah, his eyes are red and like Enzo's awkwardly like looking over his shoulder and he's got like Yeah. I love yeah, that. Yeah. Um the very last photo with all of them in front of the diner is uh, a good right before good... credits is a good one. I love <laughs> the fact that the two before that Bong is trying to do the self timer thing. With and the selfie. We've got Frisket, Bob, Dot, Enzo, Enzo, Enzo yeah. Slash, Capacitor, Cyrus is on the roof? No, Cyrus is being held up by Thanks. Slash. Oh, oh yeah, right. yeah. He's yeah. And then on the, <laughs> on the opposite side, you can see Specky standing on Hack's shoulder next to Princess Mongo. Oh, yeah. Huh. Fantastic. I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, who's the first mate or whatever with Capacitor? Mr. Christopher or Mr. Andrews. The, the guy with one eye, but he has an eye patch. Andrews? Yeah. Yeah. Andrew. yeah. I, I like that picture. It's such a cute picture. Ending with everything is alphanumeric. That's uh -huh. a good... If one of us knew how to screenshot things, that would be a great, great I upload. Think I might yeah. have this saved from the internet so i'm actually look. watching on my tv funny enough i uh -huh. i i can um you can take a picture of it i could take a picture of it yeah, yeah. pretend Good. it's like early 2000s where i have no idea how to use a i can't use a computer on crave unfortunately crave does some shit where it blocks you yeah yeah the really copy, the copy protection uh, yeah to yeah. does not no yes. <laughs> to be gives zero fucks to be is free <laughs> For a reason, <laughs> yeah, because it's great. <laughs> yeah, because it has Beast Wars. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then, uh, Beast Machines and Tube, Transformers Tube. Armada. Tubi does not have really? episode sixteen yeah. of of episode of uh, season three. You know, it's fun stuff. fact: stops at fifteen. Huh. Weird. Uh, David K actually voices Megatron in Transformers Armada as well, <laughs> and uh, Optimus Prime is voiced by uh, Gary Primal himself. Aw, oh, shit. Yeah, I used, to watch, I used to watch Transformers Armada back, like, I, I was way too old for it, but I was, like, <laughs> buying, I was 18, and I was, like, into buying the toys, because I thought they were cool, so I was watching the, uh, the anime. Rad. Yeah. I've never, never seen it. Well, but... if you want to see what, uh, uh, Transformers mixed with, uh, Pokemon is like, I that's, do. The, that's the show for you. Oh, and it's on Tubi, you say. It is, yeah. Oh, there are okay. literally like little Transformer Pokemon style Transformers called Minicons. So everyone is Soundwave. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, folks, we did it. We completed season three. 
Go team. And here on Alphanumeric, we have a little something we like to call the Alphanumeric Rating System. Yes. 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 Uh, it is a four-tier rating system. From Tell the bottom that. upwards, it is. That was bad. Very bad. To, I don't think so. To, that was easy enough. And the best is Alphanumeric. Sniddler. Of the AP, what is your rating for the finale of season three? End Prague. End Prague. What did Prague ever do to you, man? <laughs> I was actually you even thinking been to of Prague? that just now. I was like, it sounds like Prague. <laughs> End Prague. Program. Gets an alphanumeric for me. Alphanumeric. It's everything's alphanumeric. Everybody's back. It's everybody's happy. On to the next problem, which is, <laughs> you know, which apparently is coming real soon in season four. I saw so, a thumb thumbnail of some like bitch with a crown. I assume is Damon. Almost. So we'll we'll see. Some, something. Almost here. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, and uh, you know, had a funny little. I'm always been a huge music nerd, so Christina, thank you for that. Um, I uh, really appreciate a good history lesson. Yeah, music. that was uh, that was and quite the. I when I was a kid, history. I I forgot all of it. When I was a kid, I actually watched it over and over and over again, and I memorized the entire thing. And you memorized now, the song? yes, and of course wow. now, I remember nothing. So I see it without the the words, but I can't keep up. It's weird. Okay. Uh, anyways, yes, I uh, I liked the second bit. The first bit uh, kind of slowed down, but it, it I don't know it it kind of won an alphanumeric back back from me because I yeah it's like I would. That's it. you get what you want. It, yeah, it's wholesome. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's go. I'm gonna go to Lady Glitch. Hey. Oh Christ! Uh, much like. This is a little hard to break down, huh? Dude, yes. <laughs> what do you What do you think? Okay. Um, I think, like Snidler said, the very the first half before the musical number, there's not a lot there. Christopher, you said the same thing too. Like, there's just. There's not a lot there, and it hurts my little yep. heart. But when the when the system gets restored and we see everyone happy, you know, we see the the Bob and Dot kiss that we waited 39 episodes for, which is yeah. fantastic. Um, that makes that obviously makes me very happy. And then we get to the musical number. Of course, I go all nerd on you guys because study that shit in college. So it wasn't boring though. Like I, I thought that was and interesting. Yeah. I got to give props to whoever wrote it. It might have been Bob Buckley. Um, but mm. the way that they incorporated the melody in with the events of season three is fucking genius. It's a beautiful piece of writing. And they executed it really well. So it's going to get an alphanumeric for me as well. Okay. Uh, oh, Christopher, you or I. You know what? I'm going to leave the potential <laughs> potential doom for last um so I very early on um that why is it 20 minutes of like sad and then five minutes of happy right couldn't it have been five minutes of sad and then 20 minutes of happy so I it's kind it of 
minutes of sad and five minutes didn't, of happy, or ten minutes of happy anyway. I didn't see the problem in that structure. I for for me personally, but nothing happens. Well, that's the thing. Is it's that just it's car- it's so music on. and like people walking around in the dirt. It's carrying on from last episode, where now they have to like figure out, like, oh shit, is there anything we can do? No, okay. So everything, everything ends the way it does, and oh. then it just like they, it's kind of like uh, nothing really happens, but you got to kind of draw, draw it. Here's the thing: yeah. if the first five minutes had been sad, I don't think they need to draw it out. No? I don't think anything is um, gained by stretching out. The, the first three quarters and then saving the last quarter for the good part. What would So mm. the whole episode c- could have and should have been a much more wholesome, cool. Um, what was the one with Enzo's birthday? Talent night. Uh, talent night. Talent yeah. night. What Wouldn't it have been nice if the first five minutes were sad and then all the Matrix shit happened, and then everything was restored, and then it was like a big talent night extravaganza around town, and the then, little little Enzo's here, and what the heck, and they, they just stretch that part out? Why don't... F- stretch the good part out, I, not the fucking I, I boring guess, part. I guess. <laughs> I don't know, yeah. what, what, would any more have happened? More good part because... instead of bad part. No, no, I understand. I understand. But like, what would any more have happened? Like, like how well, how 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 much story is there to tell before it ends? Because you like, know what this episode you, is you lacking have... is fucking B and C plots, which is basic television writing. Mm. That's right. why everything feels so drawn out because there's literally only an A plot, and the show is wasting so much goddamn screen time face focusing on that. I okay. So sorry to interrupt, Snidler, think... but. Today. <laughs> when I think of Talent Night being alphanumeric, like I, it's so gratifying, right? If I'm just going off of emotions, it's so gratifying being like, oh, what about the viral binomes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Like, uh, all so gratifying. Oh, what about Hex? Okay, something cool is happening with her. What? Like little Enzo. It's so gratifying that I don't know how to weigh that gratification versus my critical analysis but if i compare it to talent night which is like the best part of this Mm. but more of it and that had um a secondary plot line bob trying to distract enzo right Mm. i can't give it alphanumeric so i'm gonna give it a sufficient amount of reboot (laughs) 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 i'm going to give it a that, that was easy enough. A, a high, that was easy enough. But the critic in me can't justify giving it full marks. Yeah. So, okay. Mr. Siege. <laughs> so I, I think the reason why uh, Cal uh, saved me for last was because I kind of uh, alluded to him uh, privately earlier uh, some of my thoughts of this episode. Um. As I just mentioned, uh, there are no B or C plots in this episode, um, which half-hour television, it A, B, C plot, what you need to pad out the runtime. Uh, the show spends literally like 10 fucking minutes just with establish- establishing shots of people being sad. Mm-hmm. 
it's yeah. <laughs> exceptionally drawn out and it's a waste of time. Literally nothing happens in that amount of time. Uh, the user uh, rebooting the system is a deus ex machina, which is shitty writing. It is something brought in at the very last minute to tidily like explain things and fix a problem in the narrative. And it makes all the trials and tribulations of all the seasons, especially three, meaningless. Yeah. Um, this is a very and I, I'm coming at this from someone who studied screenwriting. This is a very poorly written episode. This is actually one of the in terms of structure and content. This is one of the worst written episodes of reboot I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Not and to say that includes the the musical. But the the plot, the musical. Uh, I'm gonna. As for the the musical number, I don't like musical numbers. So I that that's just and that's just me like bringing my tastes into that's it. That's just Christopher Siege hating <laughs> fun, you know, guys. <laughs> I don't really like musical numbers. Um, it it's a riff on a classic song. I would have been more impressed if it was a wholly original piece of work, but it okay. isn't. Um, and a whole bunch like the last like five minutes or so of the episode is wasted on that and mm-hmm. this is was originally supposed to be the series finale of the show we have unanswered uh plot threads that were set up earlier in season three this is mm-hmm. getting a this is bad very bad i think this is actually one of the worst episodes of the show why would you compare it to high code uh oh I'm... you can't do that that, I, that is, it's not, not it's not fair. quite bad John. enough to to give it uh the the high code rating but it's um I'll say it's worse than the Star Trek episode definitely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can Ooh. see that. Uh eventually if we do a episode. like uh like top and bottoms episode right. like favorite and least favorites that like this is going to be very low low on okay. my list. When I think of it in terms of they were absolutely sure this was going to be the last episode, I can forgive the Deus Ex mm-hmm. bullshit and the "Hey everybody, we're all alive." I can I can forgive that, and I love it because it's the last episode. I can't because they've had this is the longest season of the entire series. This is sixteen episodes. They had sixteen episodes. To oh, that's figure, and there's so much to figure, filler it, to figure their yeah. shit out. Like, and wouldn't it have been satisfying if they helped themselves? Yeah. Fix the problem it's... themselves. But at the same time, it's I nice think... that like, everyone's reborn. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I actually, like, I, I honestly, like, I watched this it... episode this morning. I actually wasn't prepared for just how much I was going to hate it, honestly. Sniller, <laughs> <laughs> like... you had a comment. Oh, I was just going to say, I don't know. I, uh, um, I'm still trying to formulate it. Hold on. <laughs> but it's not He's that like, important. let me think. Uh, uh, fuck you, Christopher Siege. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that I'm sure we'll be getting those in the comments section. How yeah, dare you be I, so I, wrong? I, I like I liked this as a finale. I um like just just personally. I um I liked uh yeah um the Deus Ex Machina. I can kind of go with because again, they're inside a computer. They know about the user like inputting games for 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 pleasure as 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 we're quoting bob here um i don't know no one knows for sure yeah but you know who doesn't intend to find out 
Bob. Yeah. He made no effort to find out. Yeah, that was kind of just dropped eventually in the show. <laughs> Still, Explain though. yourself, mainframe. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, I really... Yeah, I, explain this shit to us, Mr. Mr. Blair. problem with it. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah uh, that was bad. Very bad. That's That's my rating, and I'm sticking to it. All right. All right. All right. We have a rainbow of uh, of ratings here. Yes. Not quite all the way up the the totem <laughs> spread out there. Have we ever done that? I don't think so. I don't, no, I don't think so. I, think on, I feel like on Not one yet. episode we we did. Oh, I, I I feel like there was one where we all yeah. had. Yeah, we had like a, a waterfall of uh, yeah. ratings. No, yeah. who knows? Certainly not me. <laughs> no. no. Uh, so, uh, what do we have next week for listeners? We have a... We have a yep. season three uh, recap, don't we? Yeah, we, we have uh, yeah. episode 40 of Alphanumeric is going to be a season three recap where we're going to talk about the third season in kind of broad strokes. I was thinking maybe we could do like a top five episodes. Okay. Or- List of season well. three, yeah. season three, yeah, yeah sixteen episodes, so five episodes. Why not? Uh, we're also uh, going to be dedicating probably about half the show to uh, Q and A. Uh, we've yeah. got a, a bunch of questions in the queue now. Um, if you, if anyone listening to this uh, between now and then has any questions for us about literally anything, yeah. we're open books. Um, yeah. Uh, tweet it at any of us. Uh, I am at, at Lasercomb. At L A Z O R C O M B. At <laughs> NeoCal. Yep. N E O underscore K A L. At A P Snidler. He's he's here somewhere. I'm up here. <laughs> and at Lady Glitch six one nine. Yes. Also, there is a uh, Twitter account for uh, this show now. At That's Alpha right. Numeric- at alphanumeric pod so you can tweet questions there as well uh if you want you can also post a question on uh youtube or on the the facebook page facebook.com slash lasercomb uh best way to support the show wherever you're listening to this give it a like give it a subscribe give it a five star rating anything also, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. We're starting at the $5 tier. You get bonus preamble audio where we spend literal hours a week uh, before we start the show, just like shooting the shit about random things. Also get yeah. access to the Discord server. Starting at the $10 tier, you get our weekly news show, Lasercomb Tonight, where we talk about stupid news stories. And uh, it, it's getting wackier with... We, we're a few episodes into that now, and it's getting wackier with each week. Uh, we're also going to be launching very shortly, a uh, at the $10 tier, a spinoff of Too Much Energon, uh, mine and Cal's uh, Beast Wars podcast called Too Much Galavar, where we, uh, on a monthly basis, uh, do like little mini episodes talking about the current, ongoing uh, 2021 IDW Beast Wars comic. At the $25 tier, you get all of that. You also get a t-shirt. You get our monthly Too Much Commentary, uh, where we watch a 
hilarious or maligned movie and just talk over it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, uh, get the ability to uh, uh, pitch a show for us to talk about on an upcoming podcast. Mm-hmm. So, patreon.com slash lasercomb. Helps us out. We'll love you forever. And uh, I think 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 that's it, folks. That's it. That's everything. That was episode I feel like 39. Some, I feel like there's something else, but um, I always... Kind of, Kind of drawn a blank here. I mean, we you do. Weird. I feel like that too. But... Is it because we did things in a different order? I think it's because we did things in a different yeah. order. I think it, <laughs> rather than all of us going around our Twitter, I think one person. Yeah, I think. I hogged all the Twitter glory by remembering <laughs> your handles. That, that was good. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> very good. It's very good. I think that is it. That's it, yep. folks. Thanks for sticking around. Um, send your hate mail to Christopher. Yeah, on Twitter. Yep, at Lasercomb, uh, L A Z O R C O M B. Feel free to at me. I will happily fight you. Fight him on the internet. <laughs> and uh, until our uh, recap and Q and A episode, folks. Um, I brought biscuits. Everything is alphanumeric. Great Norton's ghost. This episode sucks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Well, that's our story from Gladiator Arena, Los Angeles, California. For Larry Zonka, I'm Mike Adamley. See you again next week for more exciting semifinal action. <laughs>